0: Good Tag, flowers and flower lines, and welcome to another episode of Meet My Miss podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here on another episode of the podcast where we talk about the messiest parts of life. You are here with your host, Carissa Harrison, the clumsiest ginger in Vancouver. Shout out my Instagram bio. Um, I'm just going to start ranting to you guys about how I'm feeling this week. I just finished recording this episode once, but I'm so insecure about everything I've been doing lately that I just like deleted the episode in a moment of having a breakdown and, um, now I regret it, but now we're here and I'm recording it again because, this needs to get done regardless of if I'm feeling like a two out of 10. Um, I can't explain to you why I've been feeling depressed um, this past week. I've just been waking up and falling asleep crying pretty much every day. Um, my cry count is at about a 10. I feel like I am living through a third trimester of pregnancy with the amount of hormones and crying and emotions I've been doing over literally nothing um I'm sure it's not something but I can't pinpoint exactly what that is on the map of my emotions shit's about to get messy real messy Oh, you want my number? But all I am saying is please bear with me because I am, uh, mentally not really with it right now. Um, I'm delusional. I'm loopy. I am living off coffee, marijuana, and whatever sounds semi appealing to me on skip the dishes at the time. Um, I guess I should include that it's my last week of my degree and that's why I've kind of not really been taking care of myself as much because when you're in university there's no time to take care of yourself. Um, You have to just fucking work (laughs) and get shit done. Um, So that's what I've been doing with my week and that's probably why I've been so upset. This past weekend was Easter Usually I spend that time with my family, my cousins, hugging my little baby cousins, getting all warm, resisting my baby fever for a little while. But this year that didn't happen and I just made myself French toast in bed and watched Vanderpump Rules, um, which sounds nice in theory, but really it was just like, oh no, my ring light, what will I do without my ring light? Let me plug my ring light back in so you can see my beautiful face on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon or Thursday, because that's when you listen. Really, 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 I am quite literally delusional this week. So the women that you see here is not me. Pretend it's someone else taking over my podcast. It's not me. Um, sharp left. Sharp left, I mean. This week, I had someone make a fake OnlyFans with my photos which is something that happens to a lot of girls recently two good things came out of this one I always thought that if I started an OnlyFans I would feel very insecure about what everyone else thought once I I acquired my fake OnlyFans I realized I really didn't give a shit if everyone else thought I had an OnlyFans um and thought I was posting photos of myself naked. I did, really didn't give a shit. Number two, I was able to see which Creeper Reapers um, were following the fake Only, ca- only Fans, Only Cans. That, that, is a, that is a good name, little spinoff account, little spinoff brand, Only Cans. Only like photos of tits, that'd be pretty good. I'd subscribe. Because tits are still the best part of a woman. I know asses are asses, is are in trend right now, but I still think tits win. Um Yeah, so those are the two things I learned about getting. Did I even finish my sentence? I got to see all of the creepy people that followed the fake-only fans and block them from my real account, because now I know that they are probably the ones that are jerking to my photos. I would like all of the men to write in and let me know if you guys actually jerk off to girls' Instagram photos because it's quite pathetic, quite honestly, if you do. Um, There is so much porn. Okay, no, Carissa, revert. That's offensive. Someone will be offended by that. Rephrase. It's not pathetic, but there's free porn on the internet. So why is fucking Lana Road's asshole less appealing to Catiana's Mexico margarita photos? That's just what I don't understand about jerking off to Instagram photos. I've had probably about seven or eight men tell me that they have gotten off to my Instagram photos. And I respond with, you're lying to me. Because what... That's what I just don't understand why you would want to get off to like a girl, a normal girl's photos. Of her just like living her life when there is like the kinkiest fucking porn out there. But honestly, if you do, just jerk off to normal girls photos, respect. Because I would much rather you get off to some sort of Instagram photo than like poop play. Um like poop play videos. So I'm going to shut my mouth, stop judging what other people are doing, but I would, for scientific reasons, like to know if men actually jerk off to Instagram photos. And if you're just telling us that, stop. Because we know you're lying. This week, I am going to talk about Um, why college can suck a dick. I'm in my last week, like I said, of of my degree in sociology with a minor in business. To give you guys a little context, I promise I won't bore you with the um, backstory of my education because who the fuck cares? But... Let me get through this in like two, three minutes, and then you will be free to listen to the rest of the episode with good background information. I need to remember that people aren't watching all the time because my physical comedy is really just hitting a new stride, hitting a new level on this podcast now that I can look at myself all the time. I'm just like always dancing, I'm always moving fluidly, I might as well just put this in the modern dance podcast category. Background on my education. I had a very unusual education. I attended a fine arts high school. I learned through arts. I learned through communication. I did not learn through being thrown Page numbers and um, websites to go look at and research to do that's not well, I was obviously taught to research and stuff, but um, I was taught through a very unconventional education system in high school, which I thrived in I loved it I Developed this immense passion for learning about the world and everything around me because of the way I was being taught. It was presented as something interesting and something I actually had a desire to learn about, and not just um, words on a paper and assignments to complete and a grade to get. You know, I was taught to actually like learn and not to just like get through. But as I finished, realized finish university I realized the main purpose of going to university is learning how to put your head down and get through it um I took a trip up to my dream university at 17 years old after I had had a conversation with my grandparents where they had let me know that they think it's very important I go to school and not um continue on my path as a dancer because it's just like they were like if you still want to go into the arts afterwards that's fine but you should get a degree um and I respect my grandparents and my family a lot and I really did just like want my family to be proud of me um no one on my dad's side of the family has graduated in generations like I couldn't even name someone that's graduated on my dad's side of the family I guess I'm the first one too um but where was I going with this oh yeah I wanted to either dance or travel but I was 17 and I didn't really know like how to actually make those things happen so in a moment of crisis I applied to a bunch of universities was accepted into all of them, which was amazing. Um, and then like I said, I took a road trip up to, am I recording this? Thank God. Um, my dream university, the university I kind of always knew I would go to. Brought my little brother with me, brought my mom. It was supposed to be a fun trip. We get into the town. My brother's to the right of me. He's just like, God, I would blow my head out if I had to live in this town. Oh my God, what is there to do here? I don't know how the hell you're choosing to go to this school. I can never fucking live here. Well, hopefully you don't commit suicide if you go to this school. All, all that, all that going on. He was young at the time, but it was really a damper um, considering I was about to move out of the house for the first time and my dream university, my family, or like just my brother was like, this is a shithole. Not that it really mattered, but get to the campus, walk around, and really, if me and you are just talking, if we're just being honest, listener to host, the only reason I wanted to go to university was to party, to meet boys, to fuck around, to party, to have fun, Um, and my grandparents had told me, like, if you don't like it, you can always stop, and I was like, facts, you're right. Um, but yeah, I just want to go to a party, got to this university, walk around the campus, and I get around it around in like 10 minutes. And I was like, um, there's gonna be no Project X parties at this fucking school. So I start to freak out a little. I was like, I fucking hate it here. Like, I don't wanna live here, I don't wanna move here. It's even colder than where I live now, which I cannot bear. I am meant to be living on a beach in Bora Bora. Um, not in the frozen tundras of Canada. Sorry, that's not for me. So we leave the university and I tell my mom, I, I just can't commit to going into this school. Like I, this place is hell. She was like, okay, fair enough. What about your second choice? I go, like, look at their, my email, my acceptance letter, and my scholarship notice. And it expired that night. So I had the option of enrolling in a school I wasn't excited about or accepting an offer to a place that I um, had never been before. I had never seen this island, never seen this school, knew nothing about it. And I had a $1,000 coupon from the university, which they called an entry scholarship. Um, I am drawing this background info out and I promise it would be quick. So I'm going to try and fucking wrap it up here. I accepted that offer. Accepted an offer to a place I've never, ever been in my life. September hit, I went. Um, I... Only spent two and a half of my four years at the university. I was on exchange the other part of the time, and then the pandemic hit, so I finished my degree online. Um, But the reason I am here to talk to all of you today is because I want to talk about university not being this, like, movie like everyone thinks it is. I lived on a beautiful island. I had amazing friends. The city I lived in was perfect for students. There was like a lot of good restaurants. Um, I could party my ass off and it would be a great fucking time. Um, There was frat parties, all that. There was a lot of clubs, a lot of events through the university. And here in Canada, we party pretty hard. But like you guys in the States, you guys have like, these insane fucking parties but okay i'm gonna say canadians drink harder americans party harder like i can honestly say like my guy friends can fucking pound off like a two six in couple hours you tell me if you can do that i want to hear what's the most you've ever drank in one night write me in I love my roommates for the most part. Um, one of my roommates, we do not still talk um, because she has a giant fucking magnum-sized pole up her ass. That's not even the right way to say anything, but like, magnum dick. I don't know. Magnum is that just like co- is that just like a condom or is that like an actual size of something? I don't know. You can tell how delusional I am, and I can hear myself talking, and I literally. Know that this is like the least cohesive podcast that's ever existed, but I apologize. I am in a very manic state at the moment. You know, to center me, to center you, let's call one of my roommates and see what I was like as a roommate. Let's just see, see what she has to say. I'm curious. I'm going to call my roommate, Julie. She was. She's one of my best friends still. Then you guys get an inside scoop of what I looks like as a roommate. Hopefully she answers. I have a feeling she won't. Boom. I'll give it one more ring. Nah. Nothing. She's not gonna answer. Hello. You have reached. Yeah, rude, rude. Um, yeah, but university gave me this opportunity to be independent, which I was really craving, and also an opportunity to travel to France, which I did spend one of my semesters studying there. Now, for what I'm really here to talk about, um. Why university was trash. My whole life, my aunts, my uncles, TV, everyone older than me said that university was the best part of their lives, like the best years of their lives. And those who didn't go to university all said that they regretted not going to university. So for me, I was like, I don't want to have those regrets. And I definitely don't regret going because I learned a lot about myself in those years. But they were rough to be honest by my second year of university I was severely depressed Um, my body functioned off of coffee pods um, vape juice turkey and cheese wraps smoothies and vodka soda that's what I lived off of for three years but by my second year this was really starting to take a toll on my body. If you had poked me, I would have disintegrated into dirt. I was pale all the time. I was unhealthy. My gut constantly felt like rotten because I was just so fucking anxious all the time. And I would wake up, start my morning with a giant cup of coffee, five vape hits and a bowl. And then I'd just like run off to school, not having eaten anything. And I'd just feel like shit all the time. And I was like, huh, like, I don't know why I feel like shit constantly, You know, Um, I was working out all the time, which, when you're not eating anything and working out, like that's not (laughs) good for you. Um, Like I said, I didn't care anymore about what I was in school for. I used to have this like huge passion for human rights, and I have like gotten it back. But um, it was something I cared about so much. I was like, my purpose on this earth is to make a difference in people's lives. And so that's why I went into sociology. And as I had to go through writing papers, writing exams, um, sitting in a seat of students and just hearing someone talk at you and not a back and forth kind of Um, learning from each other and actually like being able to ask questions and stuff like that, like that part of university made me start to not care about human rights because it felt like someone was just preaching stuff at me and I had no opportunity to ask questions. I had no opportunity to form my own opinions because if I were to write a paper that didn't coincide with the opinions of my professors, that meant failure. Um, which is honestly really fucked up if you think about it. Um, so by my second year, I just knew how to write and communicate with my professors as to give me an A, not actually contributing any of my own academic thought. No one gave a fuck what you think. Um, no one gave a fuck if you were there. You could leave tomorrow and no one would care. Um, my second year, like a lot of my closest friends dropped out of school, um, And that was really hard just because they, like, didn't like it. Which, fair enough, I kind of wish that I had done that at that time, too. But I just didn't have the fucking kahunas. Um, Kahunas? 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 I didn't have them. Whatever they were. Um, Yeah. It sucked. And it just, like, felt like the system was designed to just, like, take money from you and not give you anything in return and at the end of the day like I'm about to finish university in a week and I feel like I am I paid like thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars for just a piece of paper that doesn't feel like it's advancing me at all especially because I'm graduating in a pandemic Um, I'm sure a lot of other people listening are graduating in a pandemic too and It's fucking terrifying because now we're seeing kind of people more transition to like self-employment and um, entrepreneurship and stuff like that and working from their phones and online and less kind of specialized work and more um, creation of like kind of our own jobs, you know, and that's really scary because now I have a degree and it doesn't guarantee anything for me. I used to not understand how people would finish university and go back to being a waitress or a waiter or working in a retail shop. But now I understand because I've applied for over 50 jobs in the past month and not even gotten a reply from 95% of them because. No one's looking to hire someone fresh out of university in the middle of the pandemic when they can barely afford to employ their own employees. So honestly, it's fucking stressful. And this could not be a worse point to graduate. But if you are graduating during this pandemic, please don't forget to be proud of yourself because this is a massive, massive, massive accomplishment. And um, you are finally finished your... Years of trying to get through a degree, pausing for a second because I have to wee. Okay, I'm back. So, the thing that really, um, sprouted—I guess—this spurt of depression in my second year was one that I hated what I was doing my life with my life, and two my relationships started to become very toxic. Um, I was already going through so much. Like I stretched myself so thin. I was working 20 hours a week. I was taking six classes every semester. I was a choreographer for the dance team. I was trying to be social. I was trying to maintain my relationship, my mental health, my physical health. like. And I wasn't giving myself a break on any of it. So I would just like go into these spirals and my relationship became so, so toxic. My boyfriend at the time developed this friendship with friendship. I put in air quotations with this girl um, while I was in university. And she, their friendship, I hate to like give it this much power, but it really did ruin my university experience for the most part because it wasn't that long um my boyfriend at the time he um was forced to work with someone else in school for the entire semester and it was this like really hot blonde girl they texted constantly um I would whenever I would look at their phone her his phone it would just be like texts from her they would study together all the time um she, I had no idea who this girl was when we we had been dating him for almost a year and I had never heard this girl's name and all of a sudden it was one of the most important people in his life. This fucked me up massively. Um, She was always like sending him photos of shoes being like, oh, these would look so good on you. They were talking about um, each other's body count and he was saying things like, oh, I told Chris, my body count was this, but it's really like hundreds or something like that. Like, um, talking to her about things that he had been dishonest to me about, which freaks me out. And then there would be like deleted conversations, just like shady shit, emotional cheating. Um, the reason I bring this up is because I want to tell you guys about the worst night of my college career. So my boyfriend at the time's friend was having a party. I was told by my boyfriend that this girl would not be there. I was like, okay, well, like, even if she is, like, I'll be mature and stuff. But, like, and obviously I knew this issue was between me and my boyfriend. But, like, I still don't want to see the bitch that you're texting all the time. Especially because she's fucking ratchet. Sorry. Sorry. It's still kind of, like pisses me off sometimes because nothing's ever really like no one's ever hurt me more than this situation um and she showed up anyways which I was like okay and as soon as she walks in the door my boyfriend just floats on over like Mary Poppins to her and is just like drawn to her immediately which obviously makes me really fucking upset go find my friends. And I'm like, that bitch is here. And like, they were probably so fucking sick of hearing me talk about it, but they were like, oh fuck, like whatever. Like that sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, are you okay? Being good friends. And then the host of the party could tell I was kind of off. He was like friends with my boyfriend. And he was like, okay, he knew what was going on. He was like, okay, we're about to squash this shit. He knew that there was like trouble in paradise, but he didn't know the extent of like everything that was happening between us. And I get shoved into a room with this girl who my boyfriend's texting all the time, um, his be- my bo- boyfriend's best friend, and this girl's three best friends. And then just me. I'm literally shoved into the corner of a room while these girls tell me, why I'm insecure and why I should stop hating this random fucking girl who I didn't even hate by the way um she just like put this narrative on me okay let's be honest I did fucking hate her but I didn't hate like I didn't ever for any second think that all this going on was her fault And they were just sitting there telling me, like, oh, like, you're so insecure. You should be taking this up with your boyfriend, not with this girl. And I'm like, I am not taking it up with you. You're the one who just shoved me into this fucking room and are attacking me. They started interrogating me about my relationship, telling me, like, how honestly... Honestly, as I'm trying to like tell you guys exactly everything that she said to me in that room, I black out because it was literally one of the most traumatizing nights of my life. I remember after getting out of that room, all my friends kind of coming up to me and be like, oh, my God, like what happened? Are you okay?" Like they thought it was just me and the one girl in the room. But then they found out it had been like all of these girls just like sitting there attacking me, my character, my relationship, who I had never even met half the girls in that room didn't even know their names and they were trying to tell me how to like navigate my relationship and my situations it was really really fucked up um after that night my boyfriend had left me in this situation by the way he was just like um peace out I don't want to be involved in that so CI left me at this party and was getting really pissed at me for getting involved in this situation even though I had gotten physically shoved in a room um and then what happened next? oh yes I decided to go to my boyfriend's house because I was a weak bitch. Like the woman I am now is a three, 180, complete, not a 360, a complete 180 from the woman I was in my second year of university. I went to my boyfriend's house. I just laid in the bed and I've never felt more numb than in that moment because no part of me even like thought like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't, go to my boyfriend's house tonight. Like, it was just, like, ingrained in my head, like, okay, like, even though this guy treats you like shit, like, you um, have an obligation to him. You are dating this man. Like, you need to go work this out. Even though he was the one who really, like, fucked me over. But anyways, um, I went over. We tried to have sex. I just laid there like a limp body because I just like couldn't do it. I was so upset. I was so hurt that he just like left me there to get bullied by his friends and this random girlfriend of his. Um, and then the next day I just went home and took four consecutive bong tokes the minute I woke up. And I remember my roommates all sitting around me watching me do this and just like giving me that look like this has gone too fucking far. And that was the beginning of the downfall of my relationship. Um, But, yes. Yeah, it was fucking hard. I was depressed the whole time. Things weren't good. Um, But honestly, everyone around me was also depressed. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. Tough, tough, tough. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I just kind of, like, lost my train of thought there for a second. I want to switch gears and talk about um, Adderall, the drug of the students. It always surprises me when I hear about people taking Adderall that, um, aren't doing anything productive with it. They're just taking it to take it. Um, If you don't know, Adderall is a drug that enhances your focus immensely. I would like to quote the famous Jeff Bezos and say, if you're not taking it, you're at a disadvantage. And I'm not sitting here saying you should be taking a bunch of Adderall. All I'm saying is that everyone else is taking it. So if you're not at this point, you're at a disadvantage. And it's really fucked up because it's reached the point that as students, we are being so pumped full of work and things to do that we've reached this point of physical and mental exhaustion where there is no other option, it seems like, to but to, like, take these drugs and... Um, get your work done. I have personally only ever taken Adderall one time. I took it in my second year, that same year that I was mentally fucked, um, for an accounting exam because I am really, really, really bad at math, naturally. I did all of my education in French for the most part, so transitioning over to university and doing my math in English was really, really confusing for me and very difficult. Um... Uh, Yeah, I took it once, like I said, and I um, studied for 14 hours straight, not even taking a break to drink anything, not taking a break to eat anything. And I hate to like say that because I did like 25% better on that exam than I had on the previous one because I had the ability to study for long enough. But it's really fucked up that I needed to take a drug to maybe be able to study for 14 hours a day to be able to pass one accounting exam. Like that shows you that what we are taught and expected to do is literally impossible. Like normally I can study for like, like I'm a pretty good study. Like I can study for like six hours straight. But honestly, a lot of my close friends would take it daily, weekly. Not because they were prescribed it. They would, like, just buy it off of whoever because they knew they would not get through this degree without Adderall. Um, It's really fucked up, and it's something that's really not talked about. Like, in my whole degree, the university never, like, talks about awareness around Adderall and, like, not even... There's other drugs, too. I forget what they're called, but just, like, any um, ADHD medication that, like, makes you focus really intensely, um, yeah, I don't know why I really felt that that was important to mention, but I did, because it makes me really upset that people are, like, being forced to depend on drugs to, um, finish their degrees, and I hate that people are going to say, like, Like, I understand, I don't hate it, but I do understand that people, like, have the right to their own bodies and to do their own, um, make their own decisions and stuff like that. I don't know where I was going with this. (laughs) Where was I going with that? People have the right to make decisions about their own bodies, but... Oh, yeah, you have the decision to take it, obviously, or not take it. But it sucks to think that you might fail an exam. And if you had just taken a little pill, you would have passed it. I would like you guys to hear what it's like to party with me in university. And to take class with me. I'm going to call one of my friends. Cause I just like, don't know what I was like, you know? And I would like you guys to know. Let's see what happens. Will she answer? Ah, oh, Oh, you're FaceTiming me. What's up? I just wanted to ask you something. I'm recording my podcast. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi, listeners. (laughs) You're not, your face isn't in it. No, I figured. (laughs) But I can see you and you look great. Okay, thanks. I want to ask you something. Okay. What was it like to take class with me? Oh, hi, Jamie. (laughs) Um, It was a joy to say the least. Don't lie. I feel like I, I don't know, it was good. (laughs) i I I was was a good student yeah you were a good student okay you're very on top of it you were always um there (laughs) you showed (laughs) up and you were always um i remember in soci with bruce you definitely talked about how he was attractive so you can mention that he was attractive (laughs) bruce Ravelli, google him also what was i like to party with To party with? Yeah. That might be a more fun question. Good? (laughs) Good? I don't have any good answers. Okay. I barely remember. I caught you off guard. Yeah, you did a little bit. I was (laughs) expecting this to be a better associate paper. I'm not going to lie. I know. I knew that's what you would expect. But I would like you to know that I haven't started. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I asked you if you had a topic, but I guess... No, I don't. Jamie, any uh, comments on what it's like to party with me? Um, I don't have any good answers. Fun, obviously. Fun. Um, I'm trying did to think of any like... any stories. Oh, my God, when you, when you broke your ankle inside the front. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah I Tell that story. That was, fun. that was fun. Yeah, I did break my ankle. Okay, well, I just wanted to see if you had any um, fun comments. <laughs> Sorry for, any, for the terrible... <laughs> No, it's okay. I'll tell that story. That's a good story. Yeah, that's a good story. Maybe uh... I was just thinking. I'm just thinking about the frat house a lot, and you kissing uh that guy. That was Chase. <laughs> oh my god! Right. What guy? Remember Chase when you oh Chase? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, did you? And you, like, left to go. Yeah, I left you guys, and you were, like, okay, like, I guess that she just, like, disappeared. Yeah, it was the same night. I broke my ankle. I was, like, crying in a corner, and then the next minute I was, like, making out with some <laughs> boy with a speech impediment. Because you were obsessed with him. Yeah, because he was so cute, but now I realize he really was not that cute. <laughs> but did you realize that we saw him recently? We saw him later. That night? And, he, and I thought he was a Matrix character, because he had, like, a, like, yeah, like, last year or something. And he had a long- oh like you saw him recently yeah he had a long black trench coat and black boots on that's disgusting that's creepy it is scary it was kind of fun it could be fun but he also has two high school shooter vibes i feel like for a <laughs> 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 her. all right all right well, call you later good luck with your filming thanks Ooh, what okay <laughs> well, bye I'll, talk to you later. I'll, I'll text you okay bye Well, I was hoping that they would give a more uh, insulting-to-me answer, but they only had nice things to say, apparently. Um, But I will tell you guys about that story with that man they were talking about. So this was my uh, first year of university at a frat house. We... Went to this party. I was wearing heels. I was wearing short little shorts and army, like an army. I was in an army girl outfit with this girl that I am no longer friends with because me and my friends bullied her out of our friend groups, like immature fucking girls. But that's a story for another day. Um, yeah. So I was wearing these high knee, these high thigh boots, thigh high, thigh high boots. And um, I sprained my ankle really fucking badly. I was wasted out of my mind, tripped, sprained my ankle, and in front of this party of like probably 300 people, I was just like screaming in the downstairs. My friend Rowan was also there, the one who was just on the phone with me. And she um, was wasted, she wasted out of her mind. Starts crawling towards me, like, are you okay? What do you need, what do you need? I don't know what to do, oh my God, what do you do? What do I do? Like freaking out, which just like made it worse. I was just like, honestly, you just like go away and you find someone else that's more sober that can help me do this because she ended up with her head in the toilet that night 15 minutes later I think it was just a shock it definitely did hurt in the next morning it really hurt even fucking more but um the next morning I woke up that's not where I was going with this 15 minutes later I started making out with this boy with a speech impediment um that I had just been dying down all night. And uh, that's pretty much it. I sprained my ankle. And every Halloween, something bad happens. One Halloween, I had the swine flu and I got poked in the eye with a tiara. The one after that, I had strep throat. The one after that, I fell. This Halloween was just boring. Um, but, yeah. So that's kind of all I had to say about that. Yeah, that's apparently I'm good at taking classes. Apparently I'm good at partying. I'm fun. Um, I apologize for the scrambled episode. I have had an intense week of school and an intense week of ill mental health. So the episode is quite a mess, but that is very on brand for me. I promise this will be the worst episode of them all, and I will never, ever, ever create one that is as bad and low quality as this. But right now, I really need you guys to disregard everything that just happened and do me a massive favor. If you have enjoyed any of the episodes, um please rate me five stars. I've had a lot of haters rating me one stars lately, which has really brought my ratings down. So please, if you like the podcast at all, rate it five stars, Um, follow me on all my socials. I will put them in the description notes. I love you. Um, The world's gonna get better soon. And please don't unfollow me, they can't all be hits.